welcome to the Tao of June, living an inspired life. I wanted to share some inspiration. I know I've been talking about depression and things, you know, it was kind of low energy podcast for a little bit there because that's just what I was going through, you know, and I'm, I'm coming out of it now. Um, I still feel the lingering feelings of sadness, you know, but, you know, just kind of feeling low and down, but I'm, I'm much better now. I'm working through it. And believe it or not, <laughs> it was this episode of The Twilight Zone, because I'm watching Twilight Zone again on Netflix. Uh, whenever I have time, I'll put on an episode, because they're only like 20 minutes long. Um, but it's, they're, each one is like profound, <laughs> you know, each one has like a really thought-provoking lesson in it. So the episode that really got me thinking um, was this episode, I think it was called The Trouble with Templeton. I think that was the name of the episode. Um, it was this Broadway actor and, and you know, again, remember the, the Twilight Zone was a series made in the 60s, 1960s. Okay, so it's black and white. <clears throat> but this um, Broadway actor, he's now old and he's he's not really the lead anymore you know he has parts in the plays and the broadway shows but nothing like um in the 1920s when he was like like a really big rising star and the whole play and the marketing was centered around him and his name and he's just down these days sad depressed just not the man he used to be he's not confident anymore he's insecure and he has a wife, a young wife, that's just, you know, floozy. <laughs> you know, just flirting with other young men, right in front of him, blatantly flirting with other men, probably having an affair with them. And he knows it too. And his, uh, his assistant, his kind of friend, assistant, um, he tells him, when a man my age marries a girl that a, her age, he he's get he gets exactly what he deserves. You know, he's like I'm getting exactly what I deserve, and you know he just he's just uh, he doesn't stand up for himself, and he's just you know just kind of accept. And he keeps reminiscing about the past, how his first wife was just so beautiful, and so he just loved her so much, and he misses her so much because um, she passed away, I think, in a car accident or something. But he keeps just reminiscing of the past and wishing things were the way they used to be and one day he's going into rehearsal and the director is just being very rude to him and condescending you know and he just he starts shaking he's like no 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 and he runs out of there and when he runs out into the street all of a sudden he's transported into the 1920s 1927 he sees this old uh, poster for his play on on one of the buildings and everyone there you know he's like what year is it and the guy goes 1927 and he's like your wife is waiting for you and the you know this uh, it was it was a prohibition back then so people used to you know get together in these hideaways you know and they would drink they have a bar and music and everything but they were all hidden they're all secret places you know because they didn't want the cops to bust them and shut them down so he goes to um, the place where his wife's waiting for him and he sees his wife and his old best friend who also passed away and he missed dearly and he's so excited to see them 
just so excited and so happy to see his wife and he's just you know touching her and like touching her face so gently and he's like oh you're you know you're you're real i love you you know i missed you and and uh she's just kind of very dismissive very cold and just rude almost you know and her his wife and his friend are laughing at his expense like making fun of him and just being very mean and he can't understand why he's like you know he's just so confused and angry and upset now and he's like trying to get his wife out of there so he can talk with her and have some, have some private time with her have a private conversation with her but she just wants to dance and she just wants to have fun and you know she's like you know like just very dismissive of him <clears throat> and then finally while she's dancing he grabs a hold of her arm and he's like you know stop this you know like let, what's what's got wrong with what's gotten into you you know he's like you know let's let's go you know he's like you, you, you know come with me and she slaps him she slaps him in the face and she's like you go she's like go back to wherever you came from and he kind of just holds his face where she slapped him in shock and he you know his friend is just you know doesn't really care and he starts walking away and then she starts dancing again his friends like you know like encouraging her and like clapping along with the beat just totally doesn't even care what just happened to him <clears throat> so he he rushes out of there and as soon as he leaves <clears throat> the whole place just goes silent everybody just stops but he doesn't see that you know he left and then he goes back to his uh the building where he was um you know doing the rehearsal for his play and where the director yelled at him <clears throat> he goes back in that building <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> and he as soon as he walks into the building all of a sudden he's back in his original time in the 60s and then the director i mean he he reaches in his pocket there's like a playwright there's like a script in his pocket and it's a play. The play is titled, What to Do When Templeton Returns. And he's like, what? And he, he opens up the paper and he starts reading the lines and the characters. It's his wife, it's his best friend. And <clears throat> he's reading line for line what they did and what they said, said to him. And he realizes, oh, they were acting. He was like, <clears throat> you know, there, it was a play, they were acting. He's, he goes, they didn't want me there. They were sending me back to my own time. He's like, ah, you know? And then he straightens up his shoulders, <clears throat> and the director's like, you, are you in or are you out? You know? And he's like, you know, the director's kind of being very demanding and rude. <clears throat> and he stands up tall, and he totally takes charge. He says, I'm definitely in. And he goes, and, and, you know, and you are not going to speak to me that way. I will not tolerate that, especially from a man your age. And then, <clears throat> you know, he demands the, the, the producer that was there that was kind of, you know, buying this director, you know. Um, he orders him out and just totally takes over. And he sits down at the table and now he's like, he's owning the moment right he is fully present has accepted that this is the time he's living in and he has totally taken ownership of it of the moment right taking charge and being fully present in this moment and owning it and i just wow 
<clears throat> it was awesome to see the change in him, right? Because in the beginning of the episode, he was this, this down, depressed, insecure, you know, man that, that used to be a big star. And now he's just wishing for the past, wishing things were the way they used to be and missing his wife, his, his first wife, because his second wife is a cheat. <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and just not able to stand up for himself, not able to speak up for himself, nothing. He had no confidence in himself. And then all of a sudden, boom, at the end of the episode, he's, he's you know, his confident self again, owning the moment, being fully present in this moment. And I saw that a few days ago, and last night I was just thinking about it while I was walking my dogs. I, I felt, you know, I felt that sadness coming back again, thinking about my daughters, how it was, it was so nice when I was with them, and we were at that park where I was walking, you know, they would play at the playground, and, you know, just I saw a picture of my younger daughter with my dog Dexter when they were both younger, and she was laying on him. He was laying on the couch, curled up, and she was laying on him. You know, had her head on him. And I, you know, I saw that picture and I sent it to them. You know, I was like, remember this time? You know, remember that? And just feeling that sadness. You know, missing them and just missing those times. I guess you know. But I, re- I was telling myself, maybe the sadness that I feel. Maybe this is the past telling me that doesn't want me there, you know? It's the past saying, we don't want you, you know? So of course we're not going to make you feel good. You're going to feel bad when you think of us. You're going to feel bad whenever you come back here because we don't want you here. The past does not want me. But I realize the present moment needs me, right? So then I brought myself back to the present moment in my mind and I looked at the trees I looked around because it was the sun went down by then and but I could see the full moon it was a full moon last night and you know I could see the light from the moon lighting up the trees and you know and you know seeing my dogs my dog my angel my dog angel is 14 years old now and but she's still walking really well you know there's a there's some days where she'll have a little bit of a limp but she gets through it and usually it's in the morning, but then at night when we take a walk, she's, you know, she's walking just fine. Because she's older, she's 14 years old now, and I realize, you know, like, rather than spend my time in the past while I'm walking my dogs, I'm in the past in my mind, the past doesn't want me there, you know? The past is in the past, and I brought myself back to the present moment, and stood up tall, you know, and told my dog Angel I love her, and you know, you're doing such a good job and, you know, just really enjoying that moment walking with my dogs last night. You know, enjoying the beautiful forest, the trees, the grass, the sounds of nature. And it was, it was nice and it was beautiful. And I, I realized, wow, you know, that episode, maybe it's right. The past does not want us there. And whenever we do go back to the past, it's not going to treat us well. You know, and I'm going to feel sad. I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to feel all these negative feelings because it's maybe maybe it's the past beating me up, telling me, go back to the present. Go back to where you came from. We don't want you here. Right. And then when I realized, yeah, the past does not want me. The past 
doesn't want me back there. It wants me to live my life right now. It wants me to be fully present in this moment. So then when I brought myself back to the present moment and then took full ownership of my life right now, took full ownership of what's happening, stood up tall and, you know, told myself, this is my life and I'm going to own it and really live it because this moment needs me. The present moment needs me. The past doesn't want me, right? And the future, the future, uh, Eckhart Tolle says the future doesn't really exist because we can plan for the future and we can think about the future, but when the future moment comes, it's always in the present moment. The present moment is all we really have, you know? The past is already done, and even when we go back there in our minds, usually it doesn't end up well. <laughs> and then <clears throat> we can go try to go forward in our, in our minds, you know, go into the future and plan things and stuff. But then when that future moment comes, it's always in the present moment. So the present moment is all we really have. And I just really, I don't know, it just really helped out a lot last night. Especially when I started to think about my daughters, about the past, and missing them, and reminiscing, and feeling that nostalgia, and then feeling sadness, and then feeling like, oh man, I wish, I wish, I wish I could go back to the way things they were, you know? And then just realizing, wow, the, the past does not want me, but this present moment needs me. So let me be fully present in this moment and really enjoy the life that I have right now. Take ownership of it and feel confident that right now, right here, this is where I belong. I hope this helps and I appreciate your time. I honor the light in you that's also in me. Namaste.